Welcome to the Boss Closet Podcast. I'm Rose Jubb, the wardrobe stylist with a background in marketing and psych, a brain for keeping you on brand and on point for every opportunity, and a big heart for sustainable fashion. On this episode of the Boss Closet, find out why any expensive brand is not worth it if it doesn't fit. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Boss Closet. Like I said, thank you for being here. I recently made a post about, you know, $5 Louboutins aren't even worth it if they don't fit, right? Wrap your head around that for a second. Even if the fanciest item you could possibly imagine buying is for a brand, maybe it's not Christian Louboutins, but maybe it's something else. If it's not your size, it's a paperweight. So what is the point? But closet after closet that I get into for my clients show me that people hold on to things that do not fit them for such long periods of time that they kind of lose sight of what fits and what doesn't fit. I get into, you know, what is the difference between you know, things that fit and what don't fit really individually um, with clients a lot, but I can give you just a basic outline. Um, Sometimes the word fit is, you know, a little bit of a confusing word because it can mean lots of different things. It could mean what I mean, like the clothing that you're wearing is fitting you as the designer intended it to fit. So the shoulder seams, if they are supposed to be up on your shoulders, are at the right place on your shoulders. It's not gapping between the buttons. There's, it's not pulling. Um, you know how sometimes when you have really tight jeans, they, there's, there's lines that are created right under your butt? <laughs> you, you think they're fitting and then you turn around and you're like, oh, there's all these creases. It's because it doesn't fit correctly. Um, One size up would probably solve that problem. But we get so used to things being ill-fitting that it's really hard to identify when something fits really well. So when I say fit, I mean it fits as if, you know, the designer had made it and you're wearing it correctly. You're wearing it as it's supposed to be worn. Um, Fitted is something completely different. So fitted means that it's, you know, tailored close to your body. Um, A lot of under tees or under tanks are fitted for that reason. Like you want it skimming your body, being very close and fitted to your body so it doesn't get in the way. So it can be tucked in, so it can be out of the way. It's just like a second skin, basically. It's fitted. Where we run into problems is when somebody misinterprets just something getting on their body as though it fits. Just because you have got it over yourself um, and it is, it's technically covering all the parts, um, just because that is happening doesn't mean it is the right fit for you. Um, and often what happens is clients will, you know, have these items that are a little bit tight compared to how they used to be. And I'm not here to make fun of that at all. My weight fluctuates a lot too. So sometimes things are more fitted (laughs) for me than fit. (laughs) I get it. But when that does happen, I put those items away. Um, I've just recently had a few clients kind of going through some hormonal changes. And that 
changes the way um, specifically women's bodies kind of store extra energy, i.e. fat, like where we store different things kind of depends a lot on different hormone fluctuations for some women. So this means, you know, you never carried weight in a certain area of your body, like the middle of your tummy, you know, maybe you never carried weight right under your bust, but all of a sudden there's this band of weight right there that you just can't seem to lose. Those things happen, life happens, health changes happen, just aging happens, that's all good. But as that happens, I promise you, if you commit to having only things that fit correctly in your closet, no matter what that number says, that's the hard part right there, no matter what the number says, if you commit to having only things that fit you inside your working closet, It will make such a difference in your confidence and in the way you hold yourself. Um, You know, when something doesn't fit correctly, it is pulling at us. We are pulling at it. It is this constant, constant reminder that something isn't right. Something's off. So I think I told this story on a podcast before, but I've always used this example and I read it so long ago, I might be butchering it. You know, this is not, I'm not Wikipedia or the dictionary, or an encyclopedia, or a history book. <laughs> but this is what I read a long, long time ago. I read that the, the wardrobe stylist on the Seinfeld show specifically made George Costanza's character. Um, he always was wearing clothes that were either one size too big or one size too small to make him kind of just have that he was always kind of a fish out of water, right? He's always a little bit edgy, a little bit on edge and just kind of uncomfortable in most spaces he was in, right? Well, this was helped by the fact that the wardrobe stylist went up or down a size to make him either look, you know, completely out of his depth. Like if something is too big, like way too big oversized, sometimes it can look like you're wearing an adult's clothing that aren't yours, which sound like we're a little kid in adult's clothing, basically. Or if something is too tight, it can make you kind of look rushed or careless. And it can even physically affect your, just your psyche in general, like how kind of confined and, um, just like if something is fitted on purpose, it's usually going to fit well in all the, the areas. If something is accidentally too tight, it's going to be super tight when you try to move your arms or when you bend down, it comes up in the back. Like all those things that make us very uncomfortable in life um, when it comes to clothing, that is usually around fit. Not to mention, style is fit. I've said it on this podcast a million times. I say it everywhere I go a million times. Every stylist know it, knows it. Number one in style is fit. If it doesn't fit, it cannot be stylish. So if you commit <laughs> to cleaning out your closet and only leaving in there what fits correctly, it is such a relief when you finally get it done because you just you know what you're working with. Your brain isn't going, oh, that's a little tight. That might be tight today. That might be too tight today. We might not be able to button those. Like every time you go down your line of pants or sweaters or shirts, you know, you're not going to be having to do all that mental energy, commit all that, um, just to picking out something to wear. Like, I don't want you to do that. I want you to 
put some thought into what you're wearing, but not so much thought that there is steam coming out of your ears. So the key to doing that is just cleaning it out, letting it go. Um, really, when you're thinking about your closet clean out, I have a podcast about the closet clean out where I did kind of a light dive into how to do it. Um, there's also a few videos out there. I have even a course that goes way deep into not only the closet clean out, but how to make your closet feel like this mini boutique. And then also on top of that, how to kind of make it a shrine to your future. Because I always say that five-year rule, you're dressing five years into your success and your future, and it's kind of propelling you there. It's a little self-fulfilling prophecy in your closet. Speaking of closets and cleaning them out, I just today did a training for my private clients group where I talked about donation and recycling. Um, so I will give you some highlights just for tuning in today. You get the same, some of the same highlights. Basically, when you are cleaning out your closet, you're going to end up with a bunch of clothes that you no longer need. Um, and I always say you can, first of all, never, ever, ever, PSA, never throw clothing away. Uh, it's not great for landfills. It's not great for the waste management systems in our country. Also, a lot of those materials can be reused locally. Um, and I encourage you to get creative about how you want to get items to different people or to artists that can upsell them or not, not upsell, but up, uh, upcycle them. <laughs> but the whole point is that do a little research before you decide to what where you're going to take these items to donate them or recycle them. I gave a bunch of tips on about how to know like what you're going to get rid of. But um, what I really focused on is um, for donation, things need to be in really good working order. You have to imagine like maybe it doesn't fit your lifestyle or your body now, but if it did, would you want to wear it? If so, donate it. Um, and that could be donating to a charity, sure. Um, but it could be, you know, donating, creating, curating a little swap between a bunch of your friends might be a really fun event. Um, you can even tie this into if you have a business, which a lot of you do, this is the Boss Closet podcast after all. Um, if you have a business, if you can think of a way, if you have a heavily female audience doing a clothing swap, if you have a local business, might be a really fun way to highlight your event space or your um, brick and mortar or even your service-based company if it has something to do with cleaning or there's so many different ways that you could bend a clothing swap to be part of your marketing like a fun event that uh, the activity is kind of taking care of for you or you could just join one of your buy nothing groups on Facebook you can find buy nothing groups in almost every neighborhood um, just search for your neighborhood name and buy nothing group on Facebook and you should be able to apply to get into one um, they like to keep it pretty strictly neighborhood by neighborhood just because they want you donating like within the neighborhood it's kind of about 
creating connection as well as not being so wasteful. So instead of throwing out something that is perfectly usable, you would post it on your buy nothing group. Um, These are great when you're moving and you just need to get rid of a bunch of stuff. Um, But also if you have something where you're like, this would really bless somebody else's business or life, I'm just going to put it in the buy nothing group. I think I tend to think that what goes around comes around. What you give is what you get. So if you give something away that is worth a lot, I feel like you're going to get it back somehow. Um, So check into buy nothing groups. Um, You could also check into different resale places. Resale places, actually resale clothing places, have a lot of different business structures. So they might pay you for your clothing that they would like to resale, resell for you. Um, they might do a consignment situation where um, they pay you once it sells. Um, or you could, it could be a resale situation where you're donating the clothing um, to be, you know, resold. Um, as like a community service, or sometimes they're connected with charities. I have one um, <clears throat> in my town that I really like and enjoy going to. I have a lot of them, in fact, that I like and enjoy going to that I support. So my point is, especially for donation and recycling, do a little Google, do a little homework. I know that's one more step in doing the right thing. Wah. Also, you should do it. So (laughs) just do your best. Um, One minute Googling a company will probably tell you whether or not you want to donate to them because that donation turns into money that then runs the, the charity, but also hopefully gets to the people they're trying to help. So um, that being said, you got to do a little research because you want to make sure you're supporting the things you support. So same goes for recycling. So recycling clothing is a great thing because we don't want it to go into landfills. Over 99% of your the clothing in your wardrobe and shoes can be recycled, which is amazing. But just a little reminder that just do a quick Google. A lot of times you're going to find these clothing recycling bins in grocery store parking lots But um, somebody brought it to my attention recently that, you know, you need to Google really quickly where that clothing is going because some of them actually are charities that are recycling the clothing or are, you know, doing the right thing with it. But some of them technically are just selling the clothing to third world countries that, you know, buy all this clothing in bulk and then resell it back over there. Well, the problem with that is that one, there's a carbon footprint issue, right? A lot of this clothing has been made overseas. It's being shipped over here, used over here, then shipped back overseas to third world countries where it's resold into communities, sometimes where it was made. How ironic. But wait, is that irony? Wait, let's call Alanis and find out. Um, But the problem is there are local artisans that make clothing and shoes in those places that are being put out of business because they people can just buy these American bought clothing um, for cheaper than they can get really high quality goods made by these artisans. But you know, sometimes like a lot of places, uh, US included, cheapness kind of wins out. And hopefully that 
kind of goes away. But um, we basically just don't want to donate the clothes to the recycling places that are just going to ship it overseas and use, they say they use these profits to, you know, run a charity. But we just don't want things being shipped all over the over the world. It's it's pretty crummy for our environment. So the point is just do a quick Google. Will not take very long. If you pull up to that, you know, that bin at the end of your grocery normal grocery store's parking lot and just Google the name of the company, you'll be able to find out what they do with those clothes pretty quickly and whether or not there are any complaints about that kind of company. So um that that's my major tip for <laughs> this. Um, to review, make sure everything fits. Fit is style. Fit is style. Fit is style. Can't say it enough. Fit is style. If something doesn't fit, it cannot be stylish. So just remember that when you're cleaning out your closet. And after you're done cleaning out your closet, please do donate or recycle those clothes um, with a little, just a tiny bit extra effort to find out what that company is going to do with the profits um, or the clothing that you are kind of donating to them. All right, guys, I hope you have an amazing week. I will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Boss Closet Podcast. If you would like to start aligning your closet with your biggest goals and start looking on point and on brand and feeling really great season to season, opportunity to opportunity, head on over to mystyleclass.com where I have loads of resources for you. We'll see you there.